Greetings, everyone. So, in this episode, Shrita and I discuss our thoughts on the first couple of episodes of the Rings of Power show. Unfortunately, I've lost some of the audio, so you won't get to hear our full thoughts, sadly. But just by way of recapping, we both liked the show, uh, but were somewhat hesitant about a number of choices. Um, Shrita, in particular, was hesitant about the dialogue and the script. And I was a little hesitant about uh, some story choices, for example, Gilgalad sending or giving permission to, to the elves to return to Valinor. I know there were quite a few people who were uncertain about that. So in this part of the audio, which you're about to hear, we discuss in a little more detail the response to the show. And hopefully next week when we uh, record an episode on episode three of the show, will be better organized or I'll be better organized in terms of the the audio. Unfortunately, we had just had some technical difficulties and I wasn't able to uh, retrieve that uh, the first part of the audio. So sorry about that. But as always, thanks for listening. And if you'd like to join in the discussion with with us, we're on Twitter at uh, reading pod. Uh, I also have a Substack, of course, uh, which is called reading Tolkien. And I post the episodes there, too. So you're welcome to comment there as well. Thanks very much, and hear you on the other side. I was talking about Michael Drought's opinion piece in the New York Times. Michael Drought is a Tolkien scholar, and he wrote an opinion piece called, what is it? Please don't make a Tolkien cinematic universe. (laughs) So I quite agree with this. It didn't really give an opinion on the show because that wasn't the point of the, um, the article, but the point of it really was to point out that Tolkien is not really suited to cinematic adaptation as a cinematic universe because it's not just a franchise, it's a literary work with a very particular flavour which really comes through Tolkien's writing. So if you're going to adapt Tolkien and, and you know, make it anything that, make it something that, that is Tolkien-esque, then, then you've got to bear that in mind, I think, and that's really true. And we've already talked about ways in which maybe this show tries to be in the writing and perhaps doesn't always succeed and we'll see going forward how that goes but you know i tend to think that that well thought out criticism and critique like that should should of course be listened to and and it shouldn't all be lumped in together you know i think we can discount the kind of hate people on on youtube the hate mongers on youtube that they're not saying anything useful Um, but there are other there is other critique from other corners that is worth listening to certainly so you know, I just want to make that point that it's not all all criticism isn't all coming from a place of hate and, and you know horribleness, um, but it's sometimes coming from you know more often than not, hopefully coming from a place of love for the text, and um, I think that's legitimate. So yeah, go and uh, search out that article if if you I want to read something um, on the on this point because I think it, it makes it makes the argument fairly well. So um yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh worth worth saying, I think. Yeah. I mm, mean mm, yeah. Um yeah, and, and you know that 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 argument is is why it's surprising to me that they didn't maybe pay more attention to the writing. But I think they've I tried mean, to, yeah. but um in some cases maybe it hasn't quite worked out. And I think it's hard to adapt Tolkien because you know, there are so idiosyncratic features of of the books um, that that make it hard to to put on screen. But um, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. So you know, I think 
I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say regarding those two episodes? Um, I think we've given our general thoughts. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, there I mean, are other, yeah, go on. Sorry. Maybe I should just, so I don't, just so I don't sound too negative. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll say some of the things I like. I mean, Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the second episode was way better than the first. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought, interesting. you know, at the end of the first, I was, I was a little bit dis- dispirited and I was kind of thinking, mm. gosh, I mean, this, this is going, uh, nowhere. Like the show is completely, um, <laughs> mm. you know, not, mm. not in any sort of like, not in any, you know, uh, academic sort of criticism of Tolkien way, just as mm. a show, I was mm. kind of like, this, this thing is all over the place and has no idea where it's going to go. It's a, it's going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. by the second, at least it was, um, it was like, okay, we got, some threads to follow we got some you know people that we're interested in we got some Mm. cool scenes you know we got things that we're invested in as an audience you know Mm. um Mm. and i think it's important to keep that in mind too you know it's um it is like entertainment at the end of the day so Mm. um yeah and and i think um like Mm. you know there's like an interesting thing to do Mm. with like what is the right what is the right level of faithfulness for like a TV adaptation of yeah. Tolkien because um, mm, mm. I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I, I, I'm quite enchanted by the idea that um, you could make a, you know an equally horribly bad TV show um, mm. uh, by by being too faithful to the text as you could by being not not faithful at all because um, the text, brilliant as it is as as literature, um, doesn't lend itself to to mm. the format of TV so well, you know so. No, yeah. um i think you 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 know one really does need to be a sort of master of um, <laughs> mm, understanding mm. what the mediums of of literature and television do and what they sort of provide and what people look for when they sort of consume them yeah um uh, yeah to really do a sort of good adaptation and it's, it's not a job that i would want you know <laughs> but um, yeah yeah you know by the end of the second i i sort of felt a little bit more hope that at least Mm. If it wasn't going to be completely faithful to to Tolkien, at least it was going to be a, you know like a watchable TV show, <laughs> which yeah. is you know at the end of the day all you really want, right? So oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't necessarily disagree with that either. Um, I, I guess I just feel yeah. that you know if you're going to adapt Tolkien, try and adapt Tolkien. You know, otherwise you're making something up that's not. Talking. so i don't know it just well, yeah no, for but, sure. yeah. but then i'm 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 sort of the yeah yep yeah. i'm a little bit more of a purist than some people i guess but um uh, look again yeah i liked the second episode too and i'm not i don't want to sort of say that i don't, didn't like the show overall i think generally i did like it um but yeah there were there, there were just some issues that may work themselves out as the the season goes on and i'm still excited to watch it next week so um yeah excited to see Numenor and, and, and everything yeah. coming along. So um, it'll be really interesting to see how it goes um, <laughs> over the next, um, um, over the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was curious that, um, I don't know if you have much to say mm. about this, but I thought it was curious what they chose to do with the music, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. It seems to be, I, I could be wrong about this, but it seems to be that they didn't, I mean, there was like a new score composed, but it was largely based off of Howard Shore's score for the Jackson movies. Yeah. 
yeah, there are certainly similarities, um, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. And I think even in the credits, it said, like, based on music by Howard Shore or something. I, I'm not exactly sure who composed it. I'm not sure if Howard Shore had anything mm. to do with with mm. it, if they mm. sort of licensed the music from him and, and sort of made a slight variation on it or what it was. But it was very much, mm. it was like a, an evolution of Howard Shore, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And I thought the, that was like an interesting re- mm. reflection of the the general ethos of the show being very sort of um, mm, Jack- mm. Jacksonian, I guess. Um, but, yeah, you know, yeah. and another thing that I was expecting them to do, I guess, again, naively, um, was to just start with music that no one mm. would think to associate with The Lord of the Rings because mm, um, mm, it was just mm. so different from what Howard Shore con- conceptualized, you know. But they, yeah. they, they went with the same... Yeah. kind of um i don't know for lack of a better word word uh, or better phrase like mm. the sort of like you know pastoral epic um, <laughs> yeah. vibe um, so, yeah and a lot of them are the same same themes and it's based on the same stuff so yeah well how yeah, they, they really yeah i mean how Shaw composed the intro theme but then bear mccreary who's apparently a famous television composer did the rest of it so yeah it certainly certainly oh, okay. t- takes a lot of inspiration i think from Shaw and he himself did the intro music so are the main themes they say yeah so yeah but you're, you're right it, it is another jacksonian thing or jacksonism <laughs> that they're sort of keeping i mean yeah i mean as we've already mentioned i think you know it, it'd be good to start to see adaptations really veer away from that whole aesthetic and i'm sort of honestly my, my biggest um I just feel a bit tired of like that vision of Middle Earth. I just feel a bit, yeah, it's pretty and, and whatever, but it just, it feels so familiar and it's just, there are other artists and other visions of it. Um, certainly when I read the books, I don't really imagine a Jackson, a Jackson, a Jackson like Middle Earth, Middle Earth, um, which you know, again, it's just my, but, but um, yeah. So maybe as the show goes on in seasons, it will differentiate itself a bit, but, Again, first two episodes, yeah, okay, it's 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 early days, <laughs> so I'm not too worried about that yet. But um, yeah, certainly, <laughs> Numenor looks like it'll be something a bit different, a, a bit more sort of exotic compared to what we've had before, which should be interesting. Um, and it looks incredible, so I'm looking forward to that um, next week. But um, yeah, I think these first two episodes were were interesting and and um, promising in, in many respects. I think. But um, some issues um, going forward, but we'll see. We'll see if they're resolved or if they if they sort of grow into you know big big problems with the, with the story. But um, um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you make of the, um, the the character of the the, the stranger? You know, the the, the so called stranger. Uh, look, I I just don't have an opinion on it yet. I mean, I know everyone has an opinion, um, but. We'll, we'll say, I mean, it's sort of intriguing, I suppose, but um, I, as to who it is, I don't know, you know. Um, again, I just, in general, yeah. I just think this is a plot line that they didn't need, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it's integrated into the rest of the story, etc. Could be really useful, could be really interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm willing to give it a go. Um, I haven't dismissed it, but my, my, my sort of ad, my, my sort of a priori opinion is that we don't need the Harfoots and Hobbits and all of this, but We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that yeah, I yeah. think will require patience. Um, see what they've done with it as opposed to sort of making a snap judgment about it. Um, 
So I'm trying not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's that's very that's very mature of you. <laughs> well, um, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. It's it may, yeah. And certainly, look, I enjoyed the scenes. Like they're well done, and the hobbits are sort of cute, and they do introduce some levity and humor into the show, um, which is nice. I thought it was. I don't know. I, I did feel like it was fairly well balanced between. I guess I, I guess I would have preferred it, as I've mentioned, that the sort of high seriousness to to really, um, you know, to 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 really have been emphasised. But then again, if you read the Lord of the Rings itself, it it is a book of many tones and 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 sort of um, flavours, if you like, in terms of it. So perhaps had Tolkien written a, a novelization of this period, you know, it wouldn't have been just um, the high serious. But we you know we don't know because he never did. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's not illegitimate for the show. I don't think it's illegitimate for the show to have embraced that uh, that tone as well as part of its as part of the menagerie of its um, you know of its script. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like I mean, you you have to stick with me here for this for this mm. analogy. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, there's um. A thing that happened often, and when I was in school, um, mm, mm. and in, in music school, I mean, um, me and a lot of my friends, mm, pretty mm. much every student, you know, you, you'll have this moment where where you go to a lesson and you think you have this brilliant new way of playing a piece that no one has ever done before, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll try it out on your teacher, and you'll think, you know, you, what you expect to get back is just praise and adoration and like oh my god i can't believe you like figured this out you know <laughs> and uh and mm. when you get back it's just a big fat meh like it wasn't that great and uh mm. and, and you think like why like the, my, my intellectual conception of this was so great and um mm. what you learn there is you know it's not about um it's not about the conceptualization of anything but it's about how mm. you mm. how you do it and how convincing it is and and everything like that and um, you know, th- there are, uh, you know, there are nearly a, a countless number of, of great ideas that are just sort of uh, executed in a subpar way and, and they don't just quite make it, you know. Um, mm. And um, I kind of feel that that's what's happened with, um, I, again, you know, I, I should be a little bit more mature maybe and reserve judgment <laughs> until later episodes like, like you are with uh, with the Harfits and the, and the, you know, the, the mm. stranger mm. and stuff like that. But um I can't help but shake that feeling like like that there's like a student there who had a really good idea and is like, but why can't you say that I've had a really good idea? It's like, no, no, no. the idea mm-hmm. is fine, but it's just, it's executed in a way that's just not, it doesn't quite make sense. And it's hard to say what would make sense because if, if I knew the answer, then I would be, I'd be, you know, I'd be right for Hollywood, but um, yeah. Yeah, there's something there. It's like I, I I can't let go of the notion that like you can make almost anything work if you can write it well enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And for me, it just didn't that that the, all that stuff just didn't mm. quite work. Mm. But I'm willing to like like mm. I said, I'm willing to um, stick it out because it was it was like intriguing enough, especially mm. at mm. the um, by the end of the second episode with the you know mm-hmm. with the scene with the fireflies and everything. I was like, okay. I'm, you know, this gives me like a new lease on life on this plot line, you know. So, mm. um, hopefully they they um, they shine, you know, in, in later episodes. You know, I'm, I I am like rooting for them, right? I, I don't want to 
Um, mm. I don't want yep. the show to flop, and I don't, no, you know, not least because I don't want to spend, you know, hours of my life going forward watching a shitty show. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to watch it regardless. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, me too. Yeah, I think it, it it has enough going for it that it's interesting, and I want to see where it goes. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, exactly. So no, that there's no. Uh, I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't think it just completely bungled it. Um, that's not what I think. Um, unlike those, yeah, again, those those hideous and horrible orcs online but um on on youtube but um <laughs> and we all know who we're talking about there um but um yeah is, is this the um if you really want to you can cut this part but is this the um is this <laughs> yeah. the i forget his name now but the, that christian guy that him and his sort of cronies uh which one are you talking about i don't know um um, we we did an episode about him a while back, or maybe it was not one that aired because I, maybe we had a lot of technical difficulties. I forget oh, like his name, but Corey there's, there's like a particular <laughs> that guy. Is it like him? No, and it's his, not him. He's, his bros. No, 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 definitely not him. He's 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 you know not like that. He's um, if anything, he's really ingratiated himself into the um, into into the show as as a kind of commentator, um, and that goes too far the other way for me. He, he, he's often, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I have to say about that, that guy. I mean, he's this very personable character, but I think he seems very, very willing and quick to ingratiate himself in with the people making this show. And I, that's been, I, I don't know how he can maintain any sense of critical um, distance that way because, because it seems like he's just, become a kind of consultant for the show or at least and and you know without actually without sort of necessarily signing a contract for them and i remember this happened <laughs> when the hobbit movies came out it took a long time to come around to the fact that you know or to come around to the opinion that, that he didn't like them um he was really defending them when they came out and and um you know he doesn't of course he sort of elides that now um i think that there's a little bit of dishonesty going on there um because he'll say now, oh, well, yes, of course, I don't like the Hobbit movies. But at the time, gosh, he was really defending them. And I feel like that's going to it's going to happen with this, too. You know, any any anyone, anyone who um, cr- cr- criticizes the show, you know, he's going to he's going to accuse them of, of, of sort of doing so in bad faith. And he'll often, um, you know, he'll often. Um, He'll often make the insinuation essentially that people criticizing the show are doing so um, out of ignorance. Um, and well, how do you know this? How do you know this? And for example, the hobbits, <laughs> when the hobbits were revealed as being in the show, his excuse is, "Well, you know, uh, we know that they're around in the second age, so there's nothing, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing contravening the text." It's like, yes, but that's not the point. The point is, should they, not could they, right? It's, it's a, it's, it's a judgment call, and. Yeah, the fact that that may not contravene the text doesn't mean it's a good, good sort of, um, I don't know, dramatic idea necessarily. Um, so, I, you know, I find his sort of defense of these products, it's like one, one doth protest too much, you know. It's like, why do you feel like you need to go to this length to defend the show, like, or the Hobbit movies or whatever? And, and um, so, I don't know, that he's a funny, odd character. Uh, but no, so it's not him making all that hateful <laughs> commentary, but um, he's on the other extreme, um, really. I see. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not really a fan well, who, of his approach. Who, who, is, who is making these hateful comments? Well, I'm, it's these, I'm yeah, like, there's these YouTubers like you know, Nerd Roddick is the most famous one. This just hideous person. Um, just you know, they, they'll they'll sort of make um, they make these cringe-inducing hyperbolic videos about how terrible it is, but then they're you know, they YouTube um, what do you call them? Um, like the God, now I can't think. What, what's the thing you put on the YouTube? Like the the image you have um, when you when you um, oh the thumbnail the thumbnail yes thank you uh, yeah. on the thumbnail they'll they'll put like black characters in the show and you know they'll make exaggerated sort of almost um, caricatures of them and it's obvious it's it's very yeah. racist and it, it's they are racist that they 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 protest that they're not and you know when people call them racist they say we're being you know of course we're being um we're being persecuted but they really they really are um they're hideous people and and i don't know why yeah. they, they do get a lot of views and i don't know why this is the case i mean you know they're, they're trump affiliated they're they're from the whole marga side of things really and I mean, unfortunately i think america's, yeah. america's pretty racist you know yeah and and i want to and they absolutely I don't are. Want to sound like a woke so, libcock fag over here, but <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a set of those people, and and they're they're um, you know, it's not a, it's not an exaggeration. It's not hyperbole to say that they are they are um, a bunch of racist, homophobic people. That's not just a slur. That is, they absolutely are that, and they really when it's when it's um when it suits their purpose, they will make that fairly clear and when it suits their purpose they'll deny it so you know i don't think their opinions need to be yeah. listened to i don't think they say anything um either useful or interesting um and i think they should absolutely just be ignored um they're not they're not fans of tolkien they're they're cultural warriors from the right the, the far right and um usually in some variety and um yeah they're absolutely to be completely um ignored i think you know but um no cory olsen is not one of them he's he's the sort of the other extreme he's just in in some sense not politically but the other extreme in his defense of the show um just the lengths he will go to make excuses for you know dramatic any sort of writing decisions he would just really i don't know why he has this penchant for ingratiating it himself with um yeah with the studios but he seems to um happen with the hobbit movies too um and then he'll sort of well, deny. Clearly he's paying off, so. Well, well, then he'll deny ever, you know, ever having, like with Hobbit movies. Yeah, like I said, it's like now he'll say, "Oh, they're terrible movies," but then he'll, you know, he won't mention the fact that he defense spent, you know, quite a few years trying to defend them, and only came around when you know he saw that it was really an untenable position. So yeah, <laughs> um, I'm not saying he's a grifter. I don't think he is. I think he all comes from a good place. But yeah, that's um, there's something weird going on there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, some people are, are, you know, kind of more inclined to sort of um, mm. just be ingratiating, I guess. You know, it's not it's not necessarily. Yeah, I don't right. love the term grifter just because it seems to no, no. make make uh, make assumptions about the sort of moral character of, of people. Where I, absolutely I think most yeah. people are largely good. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but. But yeah, their, their priorities or their personalities can make them, let's say, more or less uh, susceptible to making work that's not really um, worthy of consumption. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full of hot air. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how the show goes no, over that, the next few weeks. Just mm. to, to hear your to hear that. Um, like 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 I said, I, I saw a bunch of stuff about about you know various um backlashes to it on Twitter, and I, I haven't really clicked through just because I don't know. I just haven't had the energy to um to to deal with it. So it's interesting to to hear it. Mm. Um, mm. I, I guess I kind of expected it, but. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, look, it's not surprising. Yeah. Um, and Tolkien being himself somewhat conservative, although in a Catholic traditional sense and, and also weirdly progressive for his time in some ways, um, is an odd figure to place. So, you know, it's both easy for right-wingers to try and use him, but also not. So it, it's a really weird situation. Um, but it's always been the case that people of every political persuasion have claimed Tolkien for their own. So um, this is just that, but writ large, um, again, um, you know. And and we are going yeah. through a, a weird cultural moment where, you know, culture tends to be just, you know, partisan, highly partisan. Anyway, especially in, in your country. So, yeah, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My pleasure, man. <laughs> um, it's here too. It's, here, it's really everywhere, isn't it? I mean, it's not, yeah. It's it's an online thing more than a geographical thing, I think. Um, I, I do have to ask. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what what do some of these people ex- expect? I guess. I mean, let let's say, for example, mm. I don't believe this, but let's say that um, that I believe that purely as an aesthetic thing, mm. um, token token should not uh, like to. Feature token adaptation should not have um, people of color in them. Let's say, mm-hmm. you know, um, to be clear, again, I don't believe this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get um, screwed on this later. But, um, but what what exactly do do these people think uh, is the way forward on that? Like, put forward a casting call and say, you know, um, presumably, you know, yeah. people with melanin need not apply. I mean. Like, yeah, well, they think it's sort of betraying how, Tolkien's... How does this work in the modern world? They think it's betraying Tolkien's cultural legacy. Like, they often come out with this idea that this mythology is for England and therefore for white people, I, I just, which which is wrong anyway. Like, that was, oh, that was that's an early... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a sort of early idea of his, like, to... <laughs> which, which is not related to sort of racial questions, but more to this... Some of the early, late 19th, early 20th century cultural um, situation in, in Europe that, you know, where sort of nations were... Um, sort of recovering mythologies for themselves, especially in Northern Europe. And, you know, part of his original conception, which did not really last until the, was, was something that was in the past by the 50s, was that his mythology in, in the Book of Lost Tales would sort of be one that was authentically English um, in a cultural sense. But um, by the time he was writing The Lord of the Rings, that, that conception had really given way to something a lot broader and um, was sort of disconnected from that earlier 20th century cultural context or at least mostly disconnected from it. So, you know, no, I, I don't think there's really any reason for, I don't think those people have much to stand on in the, in the content, in the sense that, um, you know, that this world is, 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 is something that is only white. Well, I mean, that's not true anyway, because, you know, <laughs> even in the text. So, you know, I don't know. 
I don't exactly yeah. know what these people want, but yeah, definitely what they view, they view it as sort of sort of the cultural destruction of another, you know, well, we've had, you know, everything else in the culture has been destroyed by woke. So now this is the next thing. And I don't think that's what's happening in the show at all. It is not, it, the show does not, <laughs> dis- like the show does not do that. <laughs> that's just not true of what the show does. Um, and having Galadriel be a warrior is not a contravention of her character, for example. Um, I mean, it is it is a reasonably legitimate interpretation of her earlier life um, to have her as a central character who yeah. wields a sword. Um but you know these people won't hear that. They'll say no. It's if, anyway. So yeah. No, no. If, sorry, sorry. You you're breaking up a bit for me there. So I'm sorry if I. That's okay. You, but hopefully in the in the edit that'll. Yeah, yeah. But but if if anything, I mean that that interpretation of Galadriel that they have is is a bit too um. Mm. Too um. Too much family values for <laughs> for her sake, right? Uh, I mean. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, she she's she's a bit more Hillary Clinton than they let on, you know. Mm. She's not so much, uh, um, you know, pining for her um, mm. dead mm. brother or anything. So, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, th- that 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 makes no sense. But on, on top of it all, like I, I still don't just get what they what universe they envision where you could you know you could make one of the most expensive pieces of media in the history of the human race. Mm. And uh, and say you know uh, for example you know blacks may not uh, sorry uh, uh, blacks may not apply you know mm-hmm. that would be that would be bonkers, I, right? I think is, what they is, want is, is just that, a, is just they... a tradcath Eurocentric uh, Euro ethno state thing that's what they want it to be um, it's yeah. not that <laughs> so um, yeah 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 um, bonkers yeah. No, I, I I feel it when when I hear you talking, and I, I feel it in in myself too. So I, I'm glad to to get it out in in the open. But um, I I just I, mm-hmm. I hate these people because they they just they they go against the 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 principles of I guess broadly speaking, cosmopolitanism, which is to mm-hmm. me the most important thing. You know, yeah, it's it's yeah. been the thing that has made made my life like interesting and possible you know and um yeah yeah i don't know yeah um anyway yeah so it's unfortunate yeah. that that yeah. whole, 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 whole thing, thing has been drawn into this but hopefully i'm hoping it won't wreck the show like in the sense that amazon won't see that and be like okay well yeah i'm hoping they'll they'll continue to to make the show and and you know in the way that the creative team wants to make it. And I hope the, the corporates don't, you know, interfere too much. So, um, I don't, I don't think it will. I think, I think, I think they know that this is allowed. Yeah. Mass of people that will, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, they've congregated for now, you know, as it's opening, but they'll probably die out in, mm, in mm. a week, if not two, because they've got, you know, some new shit to, go mob, you know, then, you know, I, I don't think they have any, they have any real um, mm. valued sort of criticism of this. I think that they're going to move on as soon as there's another thing to sort of mob towards. So, you know, mm. Mm. their memories are short, so I, I wouldn't worry <laughs> about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything to, 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 to add? I think we've said, well, I, I feel like I've said what I think at the moment. Um, 
about the show, which is, yeah. Yeah, more or less. So maybe yeah. I've come around a little bit to be a bit more positive in the course of this conversation. I don't know. But certainly I'm mostly yeah. with it. Yeah. But um, some choices which we'll see, you know, yeah. where they go, whatever. But good start mostly well, so far. I, I, think. I think we're on the, both on the same page, which is mm. – sorry, sorry. gone. No, yeah. I was just going to say a good start mostly from my point of view, but we'll see where it goes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think we're both on the same page, which is that uh, it's uh, it may have some some criticism, but it's it's nowhere near it's nowhere near um, mm. what people have been levying against it online. So yeah, it's mm, mm. fine. All right. Well, we'll be back next time for episode three, probably, or we might wait until we might tackle say episode three and four together. We'll see how we go. We haven't discussed that, but um, yeah. depends how. How do, often we can do? Do you that. know if they're going to be releasing two at a time or no? So is it now? From now, one it'll be, from now it'll be one at a time. Yeah. So okay. we might want to package them and, and do them sort of fortnightly or something. But we'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also good. still have yet to upload the Silmarillion episode. We did, but we will get back to the Silmarillion sessions soon, hopefully. And um, yeah. Yes, and uh, that'll be good because we'll be sort of reading along. As, it, as, as the show goes, so that'll be nice. And uh, for everyone else, enjoy the show this Friday, which, again, we'll be going to Numenor, which will be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. I have a feeling I'm going to really love that. I don't know why, but just the pictures of it I've seen so far look spectacular, so it'll be good. Um, of course, a lot depends on the writing and the characters, but we'll yeah. see. Um, certainly the money is there <laughs> to make it look good. Um <laughs> So thanks everyone, and um, thanks, Shredo. Is that and, is that figure of one billion dollars? Um, it's 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 true. I think in aggregate, like they paid a whole lot for the, they paid two fifty mil for the rights, and then seven fifty for the the first season. I think something like that. Um, okay. So I think it. I, yeah. I assume that includes like, um, uh, you know, advertising and, and everything, and something that we didn't talk about, but perhaps okay. we could address next time is that the. Um, I thought that the, the the marketing campaign was legitimately horrendous for this show and really didn't um, capture the actual product um, very well. So hopefully they'll fire their marketing team and get a new one because they really need to work out how to advertise the show properly, um, <laughs> which yeah. is so bad. But we look, should talk about that next time. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, curious yeah. what you think about it. Because so. um, there are a couple of good trailers and then there were a couple of absolutely hideous ones and I was thinking... How, who on earth made the decision to release this? <laughs> so, you know, we can come back to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe that's something to table for now and, and speak about next time after we talk about Numenor in Episode 3. Um, so we'll, we'll do that. And um, thanks again. And um, I should I should learn to do this. I still haven't learned to do this properly, but you can find us at uh, – well, you can find us on Twitter at uh, podreading, at P-O-D reading, podreading. Um, and I also have a Substack, which is kind of basically the website for this show, which is just called Reading Tolkien Substack. So very occasionally I'll write something on there. And, um, yeah, so that's where you can find us. And otherwise, we'll be back soon to talk about the next episode. So thanks, Shreda, and have a good well, evening, wherever it, <laughs> or whatever it is where you are.